what if you could time travel? What if you had the ability to go back in time or perhaps go forward in time and see if the decisions you're making bear any real fruit? Or if you could go back in time and change decisions that you made so that your present time could experience the fruit of past decisions? I'm sure it's a fantasy that each and every one of us have thought about or conjured up in our own minds at one point or another. Now, a TV show that I just got done watching the second season of called Dark explores this very idea of what would it be like to time travel and what would it be like if everything we ever did was interconnected and determined or even predetermined as if we had no choice in the matter whatsoever. This is episode 60 of The Writer's Lens where I'm going to be starting to do an analysis on different shows, films, books, and unpack some of the themes therein. So for this one, kicking off a brand new series, I'm doing the TV show Dark, and I'm doing it on the topic of what if time travel were actually possible. Okay, so I am super excited to talk about this show and just use this show as the vehicle to kick off this new series because I just got done watching it a couple nights ago and so many questions are still burning in my brain over this show. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Dark, uh, I'm going to give a quick sort of synopsis on it, uh, how I found it and why on earth I'm, I'm doing this, uh, you know, doing this show for my sort of kickoff analysis series because uh, if you are any bit of fan of science fiction, if you're any bit of fan of time travel, I suppose, uh, this is definitely the show for you. It is foreign, so it's I think it's based out of Germany, um, but it's Netflix exclusive. You're not going to find it anywhere else, and it's so well-written. It's just so well-written. There is a little bit of nudity. There is some vulgarity in German. Uh, do not watch the dubbed version. I am not a fan of dubbed anything unless they're old-school monster films. Even then, it's a little bit too cheesy for me, but... Uh, I would definitely watch it with subtitles uh, if you can stomach the subtitles uh, because, hey, you know, I, I just think it's it's better that way. It's more authentic. It's more genuine. And you're not sitting there watching mouths move and words not match up with the lips. So, all right. So that being said, Dark, what is it? Okay, so there's two seasons of Dark that have come out on Netflix. And I first discovered this show in 2018 because I think that was when the first season dropped. And it was sort of, uh, I want to say, advertised as kind of like the German Stranger Things, like the, the European version of Stranger Things. Let me just say this. It starts off kind of like Stranger Things. I mean, the, the story loosely follows uh, a group of teenagers, and uh, the main character's name is Jonas, and he's probably, I don't know, 16, 17 years old, I think. I'm not really sure, to be completely honest. But he he gets entangled in this story uh, surrounding a nuclear power plant in the fictional town of, I think, Winden, and how these kids have gone disappearing, they've been kidnapped, and uh, his father, as it turns out, uh, commits suicide in the very first episode. And he had hung himself. He was like an artist or a painter or something. And he's an only ch Jonas is an only child, so he and his mom are sort of working through their grief. And that is... 
kind of the catalyst that leads to the abductions and the, the mystery at the power plant and how all of these different families that live in this small town are all interconnected with something truly diabolical going on inside a cave underneath the power plant. And that is kind of the primer for this whole thing. It has absolutely no upside-down world. It has absolutely no child with, with uh, psychic powers in it. it. It doesn't have sort of really cool 80s retro uh, themes running through it. Uh, let's just put it this way. It's a show that jumps around in different time periods, but it always leaves you going, oh my gosh, what just happened? Well, like, what, what, what is it that just, just went on? And I should also preface this by saying that I am normally not a fan of time travel shows or stories or movies or anything like that because I just feel like time travel, to me, it's not that it's this improbable thing that should never be utilized in science fiction. I just don't know if it can ever be done truly that well. I just don't. I mean, there's a there's a few examples of it where I think it's it's done pretty well, but but this idea of total determinism and no free will and the ability to go back and affect everything that's been going on, I just I just I just don't know if I can get down with that. But for whatever reason, the show Dark has pulled this concept off, and it is absolutely fantastic. The result, I mean. The whole idea of traveling back in time and affecting your future or your present, uh, and then knowing that you had already done it—I mean, these are the, some of the things that Dark really wrestles with in this show. And from what I understand, the writers of this show are really entrenched in in their sort of a love affair with what is known as the bootstrap paradox. Which, if I had a moment here, I'd just kind of look this up again real quick uh, as I'm kind of doing this episode here on the fly. Um, it's this theoretical paradox where time travel can occur when an object or a piece of information can get sent back in time. It becomes trapped within sort of this infinite cause and effect loop in which the item no longer has any discernible point of origin and is somehow uncaused or quote-unquote self-created. That's, that's really what the bootstrap paradox is. And Dark explores this theory to a T. I mean, it, it basically says if you can travel through time and show up somewhere and affect it, and the fact that that effect that you did 30-some years prior is showing up in your current life, in your current present, and you can actually go back to your time and look and see where you had already affected yourself back 30 years ago, it's almost like, well, the loop is is infinite in some sense like you already went back you already came forward you're just now starting to catch up with all the things that have happened to you i i, I know it's a real mind bender and i'm trying to be as simplistic with this as possible but that's truly what dark is about is is everything cause and effect is everything in some instance uh totally inescapable Right? Is everything about our lives completely inescapable? I think that's one of the big themes of this show that, uh, aside from the bootstrap paradox, they're really trying to explore. And like I said, it, it really got me thinking because this is definitely a thinking show. There's a lot of philosophy going on, a lot of really sort of big dialogue moments where the main characters are wrestling with, if I go back in time, what will I do? If I go forward in time, what will happen? 
you know, if I try to take down myself in the past, will it eliminate my future? Will I cease to exist? It's a really, really interesting concept, and Dark does it, like I said, really well. They, they pull it off uh, ingeniously. But as far as us, the bystanders, the people watching the show, what is it about time travel that's just so appealing, right? Like, like that's the theme that I kind of want to unpack a bit in this first episode in, in terms of my analysis of Dark, because... Anytime I watch anything that has time travel in it, even Harry Potter, the uh, the third Harry Potter had time travel in it, where Harry and I think Hermione went back in time and they ended up affecting their future selves or their past selves anyway, and it was sort of this closed loop. Uh, so why is it that in fiction and you know other avenues of writing, why is it that time travel becomes this thing that we think is A, possible, and B, we'd like to do it? So here are some thoughts on that um, from a storytelling perspective. If you've ever seen the movie Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher, there is this theme inside of that movie where Ashton Kutcher is constantly going back and trying to change his future and change the relationship that he had with his girlfriend. And every time he does, he ends up messing things up even worse. You know, he causes something to take place that he did not anticipate. And therefore, when he causes something else, everything just completely unravels and falls apart. And so he has to go back and try to fix that. And so I really like that film for that reason, because it shows that trying to go back and rewrite our wrongs, trying to go back and change things that have already happened that were beyond our control, ultimately are things that we cannot dwell upon. And I don't know if this is a psychological thing, or rather maybe this is like a, even a spiritual concept, but to go back in time and try to rewrite history, to try and rewrite our past, redo whatever it is that we thought was unfair, is ultimately something that's going to have consequences, not just for us, but for everyone else that we would uh, be affecting. And is that really how things are supposed to go, right? Like if we were the purveyors of time, if we controlled time ourselves, what would we do with it? You know, like what would we do if we had the control over time? And Dark actually talks about this a little bit uh, through its its main antagonist, which is a character called Adam, which I, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to go down that that road and try to spoil you know who Adam is or what his goals are or anything like that. But exploring this idea of desire, are we just a bunch of molecules and uh, genetic information that is awkwardly and timidly sometimes or impulsively making decisions that are completely uh, motivated by desire? And since we're just a bunch of molecules and meat with bones and fleshy organs, motivated by our desires, the desires of our flesh or the desires of what's in front of our face, does that mean that we have no free will? Does that mean that we're ultimately just going to do everything that we're expected to do or that we've always done? And like I said, Dark explores this. It gets into this concept of desire. Adam, the main antagonist, talks about desire quite a bit in season two, talking about how our desires are what pull us forward. 
And uh, I'd have to agree with some of that. I do believe that our desires are things that really do pull us in different directions. And they pull us in such a way that we feel like our desires are uncontrollable. Okay, you know, like it's it's kind of like the alcoholic that says, you know, once I have one drink, I have to have ten, right? Uh, or or someone that may uh, you know have a you know maybe a sexual addiction or a porn addiction. It's like once I, you know, click on this web page, I'm going to click on a hundred more until I'm finished, right? Like there's no stopping it. Once the dam bursts, I am completely and utterly under the control of my desire, of whatever the impulse is. And, you know, to me as a storyteller, this is a really good thing to run with as a theme in any story you write, really. Because as you have a character developing and going through a different arc, or or, I shouldn't say a different arc, but going through a character arc, they're ultimately going to be wrestling with their desires, and maybe what it is that actually is best for for everyone else. So think of the hero's journey, which I've referenced on this show quite a bit. Heroes have to make sacrifices. Leaders have to make sacrifices. People that are trying to aspire to higher ideals have to make sacrifices that are not uh, in their own self-interest. Right, it's it's thinking beyond just themselves. It's thinking beyond just their immediate impulses. So, knowing that we have ideals that are bigger than just our flesh and blood and our bones, as a storyteller myself, I want my characters to aspire to those ideals. I want my characters to be interested in those ideals, because if they're truly just following their desires, if they're truly just following their impulses, then they're really just kind of a normal person you know they're, they're, they're essentially just ordinary because anybody can follow their impulses anybody can follow their desires and anyone can just do what's right in front of their face um, from a narrative standpoint a large narrative we have to have goals you know we have to have something that we're moving towards and aiming towards and like I said in storytelling as the arc goes If your character is not moving towards some sort of transformation, if they're not moving towards some sort of challenge or barrier or maybe emotional boundary that they have to get through, then your character needs to be reassessed. Your story needs to be reassessed. Because that is what's really intriguing to us as viewers, as readers, that your character is going to go through something difficult and they're going to be either made better for it, they'll be broken by it, and then hopefully they will be redeemed by it. Now, again, that's my kind of opinion on it, but I think that's what most great stories follow that arc anyway, regardless if you write murder mysteries or you write you know, sci-fi or you write uh, you know, romantic fiction or whatever it is. Following that basic arc will intrigue your readers. It's going to intrigue your, your listeners and your viewers because we really look at our heroes and we look at the people that are in our stories and we want to relate to them, yes, so... This concept of following desire is a very relative, universal thing. But then there's the higher ideal. There is the higher goal that your main character is going towards, that he's moving towards. So in this show Dark, for instance, Jonas, the younger Jonas, again, I'm trying not to give too much away, (laughs) the younger Jonas is trying to affect his life and 
do so without reaping the consequences of making the wrong decision. He's trying to do more than just follow his desires. By the by, the second season, he starts to understand that there, there may be a way for him to change his fate. There may be a way for him to change where he thinks he's going and, and change his destiny, rescue the, the, the woman that he cares about. Uh, but he has to make sacrifices. He has to do things that would be not necessarily within his own self-interest. And so, again, this very universal concept comes into play even in the midst of this idea of, tri- of time travel, even in using this sort of device, which is time travel, that, again, like I said, is, is a very, very tricky space to navigate for any writer. And I'm fairly certain that Netflix has a whole team of individuals following and tracking the different time zones that each of these characters are going through because if they're not, uh, they've backed themselves into a serious corner. <laughs> they have just totally put themselves into a corner after two seasons because how complex and complicated and interwoven, interconnected the whole story is now. I mean, if I had to pick it up from where it is and me write season three, I would need like a dozen or more people who have studied this thing for two seasons coming to me and saying, okay, Josh, these things we need to be aware of because that's how complex it's become with all the time traveling going back and forth. So without giving anything away on the whole time travel element, the whole idea is that the caves have the ability to send people back in time 33 years or forward 33 years. But here's the kicker. Going back 33 years means you can go even further back and maybe even further back than that, and maybe you can go even forward. But so far, and again, I'm, I'm trying to be semi-spoiler-free in this, so far, moving more than 33 years ahead of 2019 or 2020 appears to be not possible. So you can go into the future of like 2052, 2053. I, um, yeah, that's, 30, that's 33 years. You can do that. But beyond that, I don't think... Um, maybe they'll do that in Season 3. I have no idea. But... So far, they haven't gone any further in the future than that. So I don't know what that means. I'm assuming Season 3 is going to address this because they've addressed pretty much everything else since then. But uh, again, this this concept of changing our fate, of going back in time, yes, it's something that each and every one of us wishes we could do, right? It's, it's, it's something we wish that we could accomplish because if we could go back in time we think we could make better decisions. We think that we could make things better for ourselves or maybe for other people even, depending upon whatever ideal you know, we feel like we are attaching ourselves to. And you know, I know I keep repeating myself in this episode, but I think Dark just does a fantastic job of you know, looking into this idea and seeing how time travel has consequences if we were able to do it. Again, I, again this is all hypothetical. I mean, I'm not an expert on time travel. I'm not an expert on sort of the theories of relativity or anything like that to any physics or you know quantum uh, realm people that are listening to this. I, I, I'm not trying to uh, you know come off as sounding like I'm an expert whatsoever. <laughs> Show does a fantastic job with that idea. So, so that that to me is is one of the themes explored with time travel. What would it be like if we could travel through time? Right? What if we could travel through time? Would we follow our desires or, we, or would we follow uh, higher ideals of maybe changing things for the better? Or would we just follow our own self-interest? You know, would we be
be totally about ourselves, getting what we want, changing the future so that it would, it would benefit ourselves, all those kinds of things. You know, all those very human elements, despite the fact that we could potentially travel through time and change everything else. Uh, I will say this uh, before I, I bring this thing in for a landing, is uh, Avengers Endgame, for instance, was a time travel based film and the whole thing was riddled with uh thanos had had his way and they'd, they'd killed thanos and they can't bring anyone back and everyone's really rel- and to have the opportunity to go back in time and ch- their heroes of course they're you know this is what they do for a living so of course, they're going to go back in time and try to change things and, and bring all their friends back. And we would too, you know, we, we would do that too. Uh, but in reality, in real life, uh, as long as we don't have the ability to travel through time, when things happen that we don't expect or when things happen that don't go our way, do we dwell on that concept? Do we dwell on the missed opportunity? Do we dwell on the failure? Do we dwell on uh, you know, having done things differently, do we live in the past or do we live in the present moving into the future? And that's kind of my challenge to you, listener, who, who's checking in this episode. If you're someone that does dwell in the past, you know, has that been something that has aided you at all in any endeavor? Okay, I, I, you know, I would want to encourage you to say that, no, it probably hasn't, okay? It probably has not helped you very much. And you know, move into the next season, move into the next phase of whatever it is that we should be moving into and not being shackled to our past. Uh, so I know there was a lot in that as far as, Josh, how did you pull that out of the concept of time travel with the show Dark? Well, I just did. So <laughs> so thanks for taking the deep dive with me uh, for this first analysis episode. Maybe it was a bit heavy. I don't know. I mean, I, I assume if you've made it this far through the episode, then you found it semi-enjoyable and semi-interesting as, as I did. Uh, because to me, it's also a great reminder that if I do find myself dwelling on the past, I need to look to the future because there is no changing that. You know, there is no going back and changing things as it stands. I need to be cognizant of that. And I need to move forward in a way that is going to be beneficial for uh, myself and, and ultimately, hopefully, for, for other people. So, So that's my first episode on analysis of pop culture, film, books, movies, you know, stories I've read, things like that. Uh, I hope you enjoy this because I'm going to be doing a lot of these and I'm going to be picking uh, other shows to do, other books, other films, and it's it's not going to be so abstract as this, I, w- I would think, but uh, this concept of time travel just, I just had to, I had to hit on it because there's so many different sort of I don't know, uh, outgrowths from the concept of time travel, like, you know, just missed opportunity failures, dwelling on the past, uh, the idea of what would we do if we could actually alter our present, alter our future, what would we do with it? I just, I had to explore that a little bit. I just had to get into that some and just, again, be reminded that, uh, you know, we don't do ourselves any good service by dwelling on the past. In fact, if anything, in stories that I write, if I do have a character that dwells in the past and is living in there, I want to be able to showcase that and then hopefully transform them out of it or, or pull them out of it. Uh, or if they never do, then they can serve as a, as a good reminder and a good lesson that we need to be able to pull ourselves out of those places. 
So, so there it is. That's episode 60 on uh, my analysis series that I'm kicking off here, doing the show Dark. And uh, what if we could time travel? What if we could time travel? What do you think, listener? What do you think about the concept of time travel? Uh, do you think it's possible? Uh, do you think it's a good idea if we do have the ability to go back in time? I'd be curious to hear what you guys think about it. Uh, and if I get some good responses on it, I'll share in my next episode uh, when we get down to it on these uh, analysis episodes. So, so stick around. I'll be doing the Narrative Wars again soon, and I'll have a brand new uh, show, film, book topic that I'll be tackling uh, for episode 61, uh, doing another analysis of something that I've uh, either read recently or I've, I've watched. And again, if you have some suggestions, I already got a few, so I will be hitting those up pretty quickly. But again, I had to do Dark before it, it got out of my brain because it just, it, it's rocked my brain so much that, again, I don't want time travel to be real, but if it were, maybe this is actually how it would go down. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway. All right, well, that's all I got. I'm going to stop rambling here uh, before I waste your time, listener. And uh, again, like, share, subscribe, you know, comment. Send me over, you know, any of those questions like I, I had posed earlier. I'd be curious to hear from you guys uh, concerning this topic and any others. So until next time, this is Josh J.C. Felter for The Writer's Lens. I'll talk with you guys again soon.